0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews Podcast and I am your host Shanice. Thank you for tuning in and happy Saturday. I hope you all are enjoying your lovely weekend out there just chilling. But I did come to bring another pod. Tonight we will be reviewing Narcos. We are on episode 6. And tomorrow we will be going over episode 7. I plan to push out one each night. But don't hold me to it. It is a busy time. But that's my plan. Because I'm ready to get to season 2. And then I want us to go over Narcos Mexico. And then get to Snowfall. Um, I know I repeat that each week. But I just try to let you guys know that I am still on with the plan. And um, future episodes, as promised, we will be doing the uh, Tupac tribute. We're going to just be talking about Pac, reminiscing about him for his birthday. I want to do a special tribute to him because he is my favorite artist of all time. And then we will be doing one at the end of the month for <clears throat> the passing anniversary of Michael Jackson because he is the other one of my greatest artists of all time, in my opinion. So those are two steps, two special episodes that I definitely have planned. And then we will continue the crew summer recaps. I see you guys are tuning into them. I really thank you for your support. Um, I hope, you know, you're enjoying my content. I'm entertaining you. Um, I would love all of your feedback because the support that I'm getting, you don't know how much that means to me. It's humbling and I'm very appreciative towards it by I'm new in the content game. And, you know, sometimes I get scared and nervous and, I just try to be honest and raw. Like I don't write anything down. It's not scripted. So it just comes from the top of my head. And then sometimes when I get done, I am like, oh, dang, I forgot to say that. Uh, I was thinking the other day when I did my 90s uh, episode, My favorite TV shows and everything from the 90s I loved about television. I forgot to mention some of other dope shows. Like I forgot to mention the Steve Harvey show. I forgot to mention Thea. I forgot to mention Smart Guy and a whole bunch of other things. But I'll try to tune them in because we will be doing another pod of the best of the 90s. I just have so many ideas and so many things I want to get out there and want to talk about. But of course, you know, as if you've been tuning in each week, you know, I'm currently um relocating. I'm in a in a situation now where I'm packing up and, you know, getting everything ready to relocate to a different state. So that's a very busy time, and I'm writing my first novel. I'm so excited about that that project that I'm doing. This is my baby. Like this is my heart. I am very passionate about it. Um I wish I could just turn this book into something cuz everything that I'm writing is coming from an imaginatory mind. You know, like this is not based off someone life. Some things might have been inspired by things I've seen, but most of it is just I have a very, you know, my mind. You know, I even ha- I, I already have other scripts I wanna write. I wouldn't I really want to turn this into a a scripted podcast. You know the sky is the limit. And I, I don't want to limit myself. So I'm excited. Uh, I do have my days I go up and down, but I try to, you know, stay uplifted, stay encouraged and just say, you know, I try to pray just to see the bigger picture, you know, but I don't want to ramble too long. I just want to thank you so much for tuning in and the support. Um, I hope you guys are checking out the Narcos um, recaps as well as the Cruel Summers. I will, I really, um... like cruise summer but I am into other things as well so like uh if you're enjoying that and if you like just the soap opera talk I can I can talk about that too so that's why I always tell people hit me up on social media I will not act funny I will respond back you can follow me on Instagram on IG I am under Alicia Shanice I do have uh facebook if you hit me up on facebook i don't uh accept all requests but if you message me i swear i won't act any type brand new way just tell me hey i've been listening to your pod i will accept you immediately we can keep a report you know you let me know how you feel am i doing a good job what you think i could improve on what um what what else would you like for to hear me talk you you guys are listening i want your feedback tell me what you think um I started off strictly on audio because, you know, just the nervous, nervous situation of starting off at first. So, you know, it it comes with time. I plan on uh, started doing a YouTube as well. Uh, Just trying to start off slow by everything is so busy right now. But I do plan on getting involved in other things as well. I I really want to grow my platform, but I want it to be authentic. I want to get better. I know I have a lot of improvement to do. Um... A lot so don't don't worry I I know that I'm I'm trying very new at this so I'm gonna get it more together but I like showing you guys my rawness my realness being authentic so you can see the real me I don't want to front I don't want to be a scripted person I want to be just myself You know, but I have rambled long enough. I'm sorry. And if you're following me on social media, I try to make all of my pictures the same as the podcast picture. So I'm easy to find. So I have the same profile picture on my, uh, on my, Uh, Facebook it's a different picture but I'm going to change it so everything can just be the same so I'll be easier to find and then if you don't forget follow me on my favorite app which is Spotify that's where all of my uploads are I know some people are listening on other platforms which is great I encourage that as well but if you want to see every episode that I have uploaded so far it is unfortunately on Spotify um just because of some copyrights and stuff so some stuff are just on Spotify so just to let you know and if you are on Spotify follow my playlist I made them all public I think I got good taste in music follow my playlist I made them public I got some good if you just cleaning around the house if you just on a vibe in the car um just you know whatever you know find out my taste in music and you know Good little playlist, I made it so I think But I will go ahead, let's get into the show We are reviewing Narcos episode 6 Let's get into the show Her name is Shanice And she's the one Her name is Shanice And she's the one All right, guys. Sorry, I did say episode six. We are on episode seven. It's episode six, that is when the <clears throat> the bomb was on the plane, and we've seen how that ended. And of course, you know that was true. I do want to do it on how I've been doing it. I kind of like it this way. I, ho- I hope you guys do too. Where we just go scene by scene, and then just give a little fact based on that, or you know what we what I think on on that instead of going scene by scene and after the show recapping what was true what was not true or what my thoughts because sometimes I might forget about a scene so I just want to do scene from scene but I said episode six when I first started and I am sorry we are on episode seven it is titled you require tears of blood so if you're following along stop go watch that episode and come back so we can just have a discussion because if you like me um and you watch a tv show i always want to talk about it with somebody you just you know get somebody else's opinion of it and sometimes you just don't really have nobody to talk to and sometimes people don't want to talk 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 about it you know what i'm saying so that's why i like to do recaps uh one thing i, I know that this is just one of my favorite shows, so that's why I'm recapping it, but I'm sure you probably seen it, but it came out, you know, especially this season, came out in 2015, but hey, I like it. It's one of my faves. Okay, so the opening scene, we do see that it is um, the Colombian news footage and also the American news footage, and they are going over how a mysterious bomb Went off on a plane. Um, it landed in Bogota. Uh, while it was heading to Cali, and it show us the the real <clears throat> the real pictures of the real footage of what happens, and 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 that is beyond sad. You know, all those innocent people who were on that plane and lost their their lives. So that's one thing I do like about Narcos on how they do show the real footage and then you get to see like you might look at it like dang it was crazy or whatever whatever but in the grand scheme of things it really was sad no matter if you want to believe everything they put in here because a lot of stuff was dramatized and then we are looking you know even though let's just be real we are this is the police's side of it actually the american detectives that were over there deas that were over there so this even this is not even from the columbia version but it does go hand in hand because i've watched the documentaries on that as well but when i say like the american side like it's so many other stories that go on with this because like i said the guy um laquica who was based off of one of pablo's real sicarios he is still in prison to this day he still denies that he had anything to do with it i'm not saying that he's telling the truth i don't know but um it was also documented uh in one of the documentaries that i've seen that pablo didn't put this head out that gotcha did so like i said so many stories who knows you know we don't even know if um it was a real Jamie that really got on the plane. So we don't know that, but however it goes, it's just sad. It's really sad. And it was 107 people on the plane. I believe there were two American citizens, if I'm not mistaken. There were innocent children on there as well. And this is when they start, when they did give Pablo the name of, not only was he a narco, but that this is when they crowned him narco-terrorist. And again, they're showing the real footage and, uh, the the second scene after they show that we see Pablo and he is sitting there looking at the news, very upset because after all that, it was intended to kill, you know, who was the future president, um, Guevara, but he wasn't even on a plane. Uh, that was false. Murphy did not go to the airport and get him off the plane like that so that's not how he end up uh not getting on a plane so i didn't say that last time but no that did not happen like that where murphy ran to the airport and got him off thank god he didn't take the plane but yeah he just uh caught another he was supposed to catch a later flight or something like that so that didn't happen that way but you know of course this is dramatized out but we just like to go fact by fact scene by scene then we go right to the next scene and then we see um the police we have two both agent Murphy and agent Pena there with Carrillo and they are questioning Jamie's uh wife a very pretty girl very beautiful girl and um he questioning her asking her where is where when is the last time she's seen him and she's 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 keeping it quiet even though she has to be in pain and saying you know i don't know where he is i haven't seen him she's still staying 10 toes down doing what she has to do and then they notice that she has a mirror, uh painted of pablo <clears throat> like a savior in her home and they like do you know that His Sicarios will kill you in a minute. And she still, you know, she doesn't give them any information. She says, no, I don't know anything. Um, Is she like, uh, everybody has a portrait of him over the community. There's nothing wrong with that. Because in hindsight, this probably is dramatized. We don't know if it was a real Natalie or a real Jamie. Like I said, that's never been proven. This is probably dramatized so we can see how a lot of stuff played out but she like everybody in the community has one because in actuality there was no community at first remember pablo built all of these people homes from scratch like that's why they loved him so much that's why they considered him robin hood that's a fact he built homes hospitals and that's why a lot of those young boys who were sicarios were so loyal to him because they might didn't have anywhere to live before that, and uh by they built them homes and stuff that gave them their mother uh a roof over their head to even take care of them, so that's another reason why they were so loyal to them to where they would have died for him in a heartbeat, and you know he's, Carrillo, um this is another reason why I think they make him so heartless on how he does treat people is because it it I imagine it does have to be hard seeing all of these innocent people in your People on your police force and the military getting killed over stuff like this. So, <clears throat> Murphy, he walks outside and he's like, she's lying. And he feels bad, like he put this innocent boy on a plane and Pena says, you don't even... He might have knew what he was doing. And then this is when Murphy kind of gets to his point... Uh, to where he like, you know what? I'm definitely all the way in. Now it's time that we put a bullet in him. You know, at first when they when he they he seen how they was torturing some of the sicarios, he wasn't with all of that. But now he's starting to get more all the way in. Now, now he's like, you know what? This mother blew up. A, we all the way in. So then we go to the next scene, and Pablo knows it's time for him to disappear. <laughs> they didn't label him a narco terrorist. It's time for him to go. So, he says goodbye to his son, and his mother, and his wife. And his son is like, did you do something wrong? And he like, you know what, don't you look at the news. If you do, everything they say is a lie. It's a lie. They said it, it's a lie. I didn't deny, deny, it's a lie. And he kisses his wife. He loves his wife. He um, <clears throat> loves, values his family, you know, loves his family. Will do anything for his family, so... His mother, you know, they show her in such denial, she like, no way he did that. And Tata is like, Yes he did, but he did what he had to do. But remember in I think that was episode four, he told Tata like, If you if we go back, you do not know what I'm gonna have to do. And as far as that, in my opinion, just from you know, looking up so much stuff on Escobar and his cartel and looking at the documentaries i don't i think that was very dramatized i don't think his wife was like that she um was a very submissive woman um that's why they let her go in the end and we'll get to that when we get to season two and even his son says a lot of this stuff did not play out like that he actually wrote a lot of stuff even about the grandmother But I'll go more over that into season two, because that's more where that will reflect off of. But he says a lot of stuff did not go that way. But now we see after the plane bomb, now, you know, he's no longer just hiding out in the open. He is really on the run. So he leaves he hops in a car with poison and lizard and Blackie, and he they tell them that they've been looking all over for jamie's wife nobody's seen her and he lets them know like find her and get rid of anybody who who can connect me to that plane poison and Blackie, like you know no doubt enough said you ain't got to say no say no more Lizard like fuck that. <laughs> lizard ain't lizard ain't really trying to do it cause he know the girl really did not have anything to do with it and she really didn't know too much. She knew Jamie left on the plane but she didn't know too much. Lizard don't want to kill her and I don't blame him. That, that's yeah. Pablo's a little heartless on this this episode. So let's go on to the next scene. And then now we're at the real, we show real footage again. That's, I swear that's what I love about this show. I love on how they show the raw footage of what really happened. And we see that Guevara became the 28th president of Colombia, And they showed the footage of that. And they uh, mentioned on how after the, uh, the Avianca plane bomb went off, on how that kind of pushed the votes up. You know, people that shook up everything. Because that bomb, you know, killing all those innocent people. It, uh that was just sad you know it it really was so there we go and it's like the celebration all of the political people are there and they're celebrating and then one of the <clears throat> uh, past presidents he comes up and he's giving Gavira some advice and he like Gavira like do you have any advice he like do whatever your wife says <laughs> and they get to talking and as you know, when they're talking, he wants his advice cuz he's the former president. So he just lets some know, <clears throat> Trust your instincts. You won't be able to please everyone, which is very true. And as he says, do not trust the Americanos, <laughs> which is us, but uh he he may have a point, right? And so he just tells them, you know, be careful, you know, don't don't trust them. And that is something that Guevara definitely Holds on to, you know, uh, and then his daughter, <clears throat> who is a popular news journalist over there, she eavesdrops, and then we see that that's his daughter. And we, we, um, we'll get to why her part is so big next episode. But you know, he gives uh, Gavira advice, and then they go back, and after that, they meet with the vice minister, the ambassador. We got the CIA there, um, the guy from the U.S. military, he's there. And then we have Agent Pena and Agent Murphy. And they are meeting with President Guevara now, because now he is president. And when they're meeting, you know, Guevara, he's still remembering what the former president said about the American press, the American people. And he always felt that way. They showed us even when Golan was running for president. So they're basically trying to tell them, let us bring our people over here. Because, you know, America's the best, right? <clears throat> and he like, let us bring our people over here. We can do this. We can bring our soldiers. And they're uh, kind of going back and forth because the vice minister is trying to let them know, like, look, um, w- we are appreciated for Agent Murphy stopping us from getting on the plane and being that resourceful with us but at the same time we don't want american soldiers over here on our soil with spy planes and intercepting cars and the cia like look we don't do that they don't do that right (laughs) so they kind of going back and forth because after this plane bomb they kind of do all gotta work together to stop all this but little did they know they really didn't know what they were about to head into it got much worse as we see And then Guevara, you know, he shoots shoots his shot back like, well, you want to help so bad, America got 660 tons of cocaine shipped there last year, in one year. So maybe if we used our own resources in America and took care of places at home, everything would be much better. Which, in a long, high and tight 2020, he has a point, you know. Just to, just to keep it all the way 100, he got a point on that. Just keeping it funky, that's all. <clears throat> and then they show us another real footage. This is real raw footage of, uh, you know, they're sending out raids. They're raiding different homes. And then, you know, with Nar- uh, Pablo having such a strong, strong following in his country. You know, by he, by he was considered Robin Hood and took care of everybody no matter what he was doing, they always looked out for him, so that he was always one step ahead. He had people in the streets, he had eyes everywhere within in the government. He had eyes in the police, you know. He had eyes in the local comunas, the local communities. He had eyes, so he had eyes all over the place, and it just shows a lot of footages of different bombs. You know, this is when he started to do different bombs, bombing up courthouses and everywhere, and it just shows the real footage of. How how scary it got in all those dead bodies. Just very, very, very sad. Then we get to the next scene. Because with all the violence, you know, he was sending a message, but it's bad for business, right? So then it show we have Boy Gacha being gone and also Carlos Later, who has been gone for a while now. It shows Gustavo Pablo and then they brought on two new associates, which was, um, uh, Kiko Mankato. And then I think the other one name was Wolfman. So he brought on those two guys, which were really two people. Um, if I have the names wrong, I promise you, I'll have them right the next time. Uh, I know his last name was Mankato. I think it was Kiko Kiki or is it Kiko? I forgot. I'll, I'll get it right next time. Sorry guys. And then Wolf the Wolfman uh, was his real name. Uh, they meeting with Pacho, and this is when they introduce us to the Cali Cartel. And just a heads up, I don't know if I'll review season three. I wasn't a big fan of season three or the Cali Cartel. But they bring up, they mention in the Cali Cartel, which was always Pablo's competition. They always stood on the even ground at first. They even were friends at one one point in the time. They really, and that's true. They really were friends at one point in time, and then you know, Pablo he basically had Miami, and the Cali Cartel had New York. Pablo more had like the disco party scene. Cali Cartel, they were more businessmen, handled everything very business, very, you know, they hid behind their suits and they had Wall Street customers, you know. So it shows the like the real footage of people, you know, Pablo more had the party scene with the Miami style and then California condo was like, they split that. And we'll get more into that, into Narcos Mexico on how the trade went and the split went and everything. I'm just trying to breeze through season one. So we see Pacho getting bold because they're talking about the cost of war and how it's bad for business, et cetera, et cetera. Pablo is talking to Pacho. Pacho's basically getting cocky. Ugh. I'm not a fan of Pacho, just to let you know. Pacho basically getting cocky, and they kind of go back and forth, pulling each other balls, basically. So, Pablo basically can't take no more Pacho disrespecting him and throwing little side jabs at him and how cocky he's gotten. And he basically says, careful, Pacho. You know, you might end up getting killed talking the way you getting killed. And they abruptly leave <laughs> and get into the car. And... Pablo says after all this stuff is done and they win this war and get everything stuff straight with extradition, Pacho, he on Pacho ass. And they basically make a joke like, yeah, he'll like that. And then Gustavo with the sense is telling him like, it's not, I understand you want to get at him, but it's not no time for no extra war, especially with, you know, bringing on a whole nother war with another cartel. We, gotta wear, we got the government on our ass, so we don't need to make any extra enemies at this time. We'll get him, but we got to be cool. But, you know, Pablo is very hot-headed. He's short-tempered and demands respect. So he ain't trying to hear that, basically. The two in the back, they ready. They like, Gustavo says, stop it. You know, I like Gustavo. Gustavo, he is about business, and he's very... Very, you know, he he thinks he thinks thinks wise. He don't just jumps ahead of his, you know, ahead and ready for war. He thinks it out very, you know, he's very, you can tell why he was in charge of the business and how, you know, after his passing or after he was murdered, how everything kind of just went crazy after that. And it was just kill, 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 you know, everything was out of control. And just for the record, I did have their names wrong. It was uh, Fernando Galeano. And I think they call him Wolfman for real. And then Kiko uh, Monocato. And those were two real people. So that's true. Um, This little stuff here might have been fictionalized. But those were two people. And we'll get to what's going to happen to them. We'll see it in a minute. Um, But then we just go to the next scene. And Pena and... Murphy they are finally getting along with the clowns in action as they call them the CIA and they are talking and they kind of go over on how you know one re- one way to find the Sicarios quicker is by the cars they drive they're the only one who can afford you know those trucks that they drove in so um, they put all type of sensors and you know everything up so they can kind of uh, locate them easier then we go and then we see poison and lizard in a car and lizard is kind of trying to talk poison out of doing this letting him know like he's reluctant he don't want to kill this girl she don't know nothing and poison basically tells him shut the fuck up and follow orders make a long story short then we go to the next thing and the Choa's little sister and Gustavo just got, got done getting their freak on as usual in their normal little secret hotel spot. And they're watching the news, and she's getting tired of it because she knows how dangerous it's getting, and it affects her family as well. And she like, this isn't even our war. Gustavo basically tells her, like, look, it's not a war. It's a negotiation. Whatever, right? This is a war. And then we go to the next scene, and then <clears throat> we get to... Uh, Fernando, the lawyer, oh, I feel so bad for him, he be going through it, and he's arguing with the vice minister, and Gavira, he's trying to negotiate with with them, he's trying to, he's trying, and the vice minister has just had it, he ready to punch him, Guevara gets rid of him, and he like, you know what, if telling Pablo will try to negotiate with him, will calm him down, then just do it. Because they're getting tired of all the murders. You know, a lot of innocent people were actually killed in this war. So that's that's the honest truth. So then we get to the next scene. And then we show Lizard and one of the other staccarios and Poison. They're going from different community to community. And searching for Natalie, Jamie's wife. Because they want to kill her. Because they don't want to get linked back to the plane. You know, they don't want Pablo to get linked back to the plane with any witnesses. So they're going through her home. Searching for her. A Lizard sees the portrait. And like, you know, how they basically got Pablo painted in the house. As they worship him like a saint. Poison tells him, of course he does. Because he sends people straight to heaven. Which, he told no lies there. And They search a little bit more. Then They go outside and lizard basically just tells him like look i don't want to kill this girl poison basically tells him like i told you watch your mouth son one day pablo's gonna ask me to kill you <laughs> ain't that crazy he just tells him like one day he gonna he gonna ask me to kill you one day and he like he looks at him like would you do it and he like if he asked me to without a doubt without a question wouldn't you Lizard like Lizard thought about it for a minute like let me think about who we work for you know what let's go find this girl so they take off and they leave the leave looking for her and then they show Natalie she's crying upset of course you know her husband was just murdered in the plane. She know he didn't know what he was. He had what he had on him, you know. And, and of course, this is dramatized. We we don't know if this happened like this, but just as far as the characters on, and we're looking more as as a show right now. It was just like he he was just so happy to work for Pablo. Like this is Pablo Escobar. They they worship him for everything that he's done for the poor and all of the people. So he was just so happy to work for him. He didn't know that he was going to get on the plane with the bomb and leave his wife and kid in harm's way, even with them just knowing who he was working for. But like I said, of course, this is dramatized, so we don't know if this happened like this. Her friend is basically trying to console her. And then we go to the next scene. And Fernando basically doesn't have good news for Guevara. Pablo cusses him out. Don't you feel so sorry for Fernando? He just looks so stressed out. He be trying to do the best he can. And... (laughs) (laughs) never mind poor fernando and pablo like you know what fuck it more bombs more this and gustavo stops him like look you gotta chill this is getting crazy you are trying to start a civil war with the government we will die pablo don't give a fuck he like it is what it is We, we are bandits we we gonna take this to the end. So Gustavo, like, look. He kind of talks some sense into him, like we're going about this the wrong way. You always say they don't care about the little people. So what we need to do is go after people that they do care about. They don't care about the poor people. The government don't care. They don't. They they say they care, but you're all You're the one who always saying this. So let's go after their children. So Pablo kind of think like, you know what? That's a That's a good idea. And they start going after, they start going over magazines, pictures, and whatever with all of the political figures, children, or relatives to see who would be a good fit. So instead of killing them, they kidnap them. And they do it one by one so they can have leverage on them. And then you see Blackie and Poison them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. It's just the way how Blackie, they be grabbing up people, just throwing them in the car. Damn, Blackie. But Blackie and Poison Lizard, all of them, they kidnapping each person, kid. niece, niece nephew, whoever, one by one. And then we see the former president's daughter, She's on the news reporting and it's uh, eating her up because, you know, she's the former president daughter. So she grew up with all these people. These are all her friends and she has to report it on the news that they're being kidnapped. So then we get to the next scene and she's, uh, you know, the news reporter and she goes out to report another kidnapping because she got a call from his wife that he didn't come home and, uh, cause she grew up with all these people. So she get personal phone calls and, Every scene she go on to get a report, um, every scene she get on, you know, the, the driver or whoever they already dead on the scene and they didn't kidnap who they had to kidnap unless the rest of them did. And every scene she go on, she'd be the first one with the news from the family. Valeria Velez is already there reporting it because, you know, that's one of Pablo' main mistresses, which, in fact, she was a real mistress. And she was around for years. And uh, her side of the story, uh, Penelope Cruz played in a movie. And, you know, the movie was based off their love life. I will put the movie in the next pod. I have to get the name of it. But I know Penelope Cruz plays uh, Valeria Vallez, And she tells her side of the story. She also has a book. I haven't read the book yet. But she also has a book. Because they had a long time affair. But he did have plenty of mistresses. And this reporter was a real person of the former president. Very important. A very important person in Colombia, very treasured woman because, you know, a lot of people loved her. So she basically like, how how you get here already? And then she like, oh, I got my own source. And then, you know, they kind of take snobs back at each other because she like, maybe if, maybe if I wasn't as spoiled as you, I wouldn't blah, blah, blah. They kind of go back and forth because, you know, the reporter ain't stupid. You effing Pablo so you're getting all the answers so we get to the next scene my poor Fernando he's uh sitting there with the my uh the vice minister and Guevara and they are talking and then you know the vice minister he don't he ain't got time for this he 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 don't hold him up he like you full of shit and you sh- you're gonna be ashamed of yourself. you you know that he got all these hostages Fernando lights up his little pipe and he like you're mistaken I walk around free but i'm a i'm a hostage too <laughs> and they kind of look because they 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 kind of look like Did he really just say that but of course he is a hostage too and he goes back and he tells pablo like they do not want to negotiate they're not giving in you know you're gonna have to turn yourself in and pablo sends a message so he sends poison in and he has one of the girls stand up and Shoots her on site, which is really sad. And stuff like that did happen. Moving right along to the next scene. Uh Valeria and Pablo just got done sleeping together. And he's looking at the news. And he like, she like, what's the plan now? He like, more hostages, they'll give in soon. So news reporter come on, who is the former president's daughter. And Valeria basically makes a smart, like, you know, if you kidnap, she didn't say it in those words, but she basically put the plan in motion, put it in his head, like you know kidnap her. everybody loves her. that's Columbia's sweetheart, and what do you do? What do you know now? We got Blackie and lizard going, and they kidnapped her. poison takes her into the room where she's held captive, and she meets gorilla, one of his sicarios. And then we got the former president and the other family members in Gavira's office and they're going off on him like you need to give him whatever he wants because we want our children back. And you know, he can't he he's stressed out because he's he's stressed out because he don't want to give in to Pablo. Then we go to the next scene and the Sicarios have gotten smart and they are paying the people in the local communists to drive around in their cars. So they can get away with driving the cheaper cars, so they can get around town because they've got to hope that they got snitches all the way around who look, you know, who looking out for them, and they basically let the they pay the people to drive their cars around so they can drive their little cars around and get away with doing what they got to do. Very smart if you think about it, right? And then we get to the next scene, and we see the Judas Poncho from the Cali Cartel, and he's going to. Talk to the Chola brothers. He's basically putting stuff in their ears so they can turn on Pablo. And then he basically mentions his little sister sleeping with Gustavo, which they had no idea. And they basically get pissed off. He basically puts it in her ear and lets the cat out the bag that, you know, why don't you just, um? they like, oh, we haven't talked to Pablo in a minute. He like, ask, ask your sister. I'm hearing that she's spending a lot of time with Gustavo. So they kind of look, of course, they're not too happy about that. Then, we see, let me see, so yeah, we get to the next scene, and Gorilla and the news reporter, they're kind of bonding, uh, she kind of gets to talking to him, Nate, they they had their own little bond, uh, then Poison, (laughs) Poison, Poison and Blackie just don't give a fuck, Poison comes in, like, what the fuck are you doing talking to her, so he grabs her, he takes her in there to to pablo he he's he just grabs her like get up you he won't um he wants to see you so he takes him in there and she stands her ground like i'm not gonna do nothing for you so they kind of negotiating she like i'll do whatever you want just let some of the hostages go he does that he lets some of the hostages go and she does a recording and send it to gravira just let him know pablo has been willing to negotiate with her and Basically, on a recording, she gives gives them Pablo terms. Gavir still won't back down. He will not negotiate. He is not willing to let his guard down. Then we go to a very sad scene. And Lizard and Poison find Natalie. They kill her and her friend. And they are getting ready to killed the baby which i was the first time i've seen this episode i was on you know how you, how you sit on your bed and you kind of sit up and you be say you yelling to the tv like you you better mother you, you know you just yelling at the tv that's what i was doing when i seen this part like you mother if you touch this baby this is when now this is when adrian murphy and Pinya was my heroes when they came in there and saved that poor little baby um so basically they go on an intense run out like chase and and this was a really good scene you got lizard running and pinions on his ass and he catches them and a little 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 five year old little boy come with a gun like put it down that little five year old came with that gun Opinion, like i don't want to shoot you but that's reality pablo really had all of those little kids loaded up with pistols ready for war you know what i'm saying just have they back with their little walkie talkies like a cop coming this way a cop coming that way so basically the little boy saves lizards life Then we on a chase with murphy chasing after poison they kind of going back and forth and um it, it's a close one. It's a close one because Poison uh, ended up getting the heads up on Murphy because Murphy falls. He almost shoots him, but he seems he ran out of bullets, and then he takes off and takes off on a motorcycle. When Murphy is like, "Fuck!" But this is the first episode where I was like, "Oh, thank God for Murphy." Murphy got to save that baby, Lord Jesus. So he takes the baby and he takes some takes um the baby home to Connie, which is completely false. It was very very dramatized for television first of all Murphy and Pena was not all out on the ground like that they had no jurisdiction over there in Colombia and we will see that especially when we get to Narcos Mexico when we get to the Kiki Camarano story because that story touches my heart um so they had no jurisdiction so this is completely dramatized but Murphy said he did kidnap i mean not kidnap lord forgive me i'm sorry he did adopt two children from over there in um Colombia' because he did say with the war that happened with all the bombs and the killings it did leave, uh, leave a lot of orphans over there in Medellin and over there in that area and Bogota and everything so he said he did um really adopt two children which is which is very nice of them so they dropped, adopted two children but this is completely dramatized so this whole storyline was completely dramatized but thank god they say that baby then we get to um the last scene, and we show Pablo and Gustavo pulling up in their truck, and they got the Sicarios pulling up in their truck next to them. We got Blackie, Lizard, LaQuica, and Poison, and they're all sitting there. And this is when they um found out that Gavira says he'll go ahead and start negotiating with them, and then Gustavo is like, "You son of a bitch, you put it off, you know," and um Pablo basically tells him to plan. Like we can't turn ourselves in until we bring, until we um build our own jail, and that's actually true. He built his own prison. What type of stuff is that? I mean, <laughs> the Columbia cartel—they make us look like I don't know. Like I mean, who who you know can just go blow up stuff and bombs, and then can build his own prison? how much that man has so much power and then this is off topic uh giano russo he wasn't a mob guy but he was affiliated with them like i think he had an uncle and a godfather who was like big mob bosses and basically he killed one of um pablo escobar's one of his sicarios in a nightclub that he owned and this was in the 80s and uh they basically put a hit out on him and he said uh the guys kidnapped him and took him to where pablo was at and it was at like a basement of a church and they were burning their fingertips so they didn't have any any fingerprints it's just crazy like it is crazy uh but yeah they this is when he starts to build his own well put it in plan and put the plan in motion to build his own prison and that was a good episode. That was episode 7. So now we know we only got 8, 9, and 10. I will do 8 tomorrow on Sunday night. And then um, hopefully by Tuesday, we'll be on season 2. When we get to season 2, um, we'll do that. We will skip over season 3. I'm not covering the Cali Cartel. Wasn't a fan of that season or them. And I will talk more about that in season 2. Uh, also then we will do I'm really excited to get to the other one as well because you know Pablo's story is fascinating of course but I think the Narcos Mexico story is very slept on because, you know, even though like Colombia they brought the cocaine over and everything. But when you think about the Mexican cartel and how it's still so strong today and how it all was birthed from the Guadalajara cartel and the murder of Kiki Camareno, what made the DEA get taken serious like that story is so important. So. Um, I'm excited to talk about that as well, and then get off into the snowfall. Cause like I said, if you enjoy this type of stuff like I do, if you're you know if you if you get off into you know th- true crime and stuff like that happen like this, when you think about it, even though a lot of these are TV shows, they are all tied together on how the drugs came over to America with all the cartels, and then when it got turned into crack and got dumped into the black communities, crack was it was it was. It was it, it's we'll get into that. It gets deep and it it's hurtful on what it did to my community, especially with the crack era. I uh, also wanna go over the um the crack documentary. We'll get to that. I know I can't jam everything in. Uh uh especially when I get situated in my new home and get relocated in my new state. We're definitely going to get busy with content. But like I said, now I'm just trying to make sure I do do frequent uploads and go over these shows so we can get the ball rolling. Um, But when I get all the way situated, get to get new equipment and everything, we really going to get the ball rolling. But um, I want to go over that documentary crack. It might might be next month when we get to that. But before we go over the uh, Mexican cartel, the Narcos season two, I mean, the Narcos Mexico, we go over that. Um, season three isn't even out yet, so that's a good thing we haven't started yet. We'll we'll catch up on that soon as season three starts. But go watch the documentary. It is on Prime Video, and it is called The Last Narc. Because the first time I watched Narcos Mexico, I watched episode one. I kind of couldn't get into it to be honest. But then I I watched the documentary because I remember it was a big some big theme on that. And I had already watched regular Narcos. And I remember when they were talking about the guy Kiki Camarena. So I'm like, oh, you know, when you hear a name, you know, you kind of want to know the backstory. I always want to know the backstory. So um, I kind of couldn't get off into it. But when I went and watched that documentary, when I say brought tears to my eyes and so much information that just make your mind go, what the, you know, that's when I kind of got off into it. And then I started deep diving because like I said, Every time I watch something and I know it's based off a true story, I be wanting to know the real story. I be to, I remember when I first watched Paid in Full and found out that was a real story. And I got to looking up a lot of information on Alpo and AZ and Rich Porter. And then even um, the movie Belly. That's based off of this one guy. His name is Shaquem Bayo. He's still in prison to this day. I've read his books. I read the Dexter Isaac books who claimed that he was the uh, shooter and like i said i get off into all of this stuff i read this other book off the supreme team in uh new york so like when i say i like true crime i really do like true crime so like i said we'll definitely get to talking about more stuff eventually but yeah i do hope you guys enjoyed this pod i will be on tomorrow sunday night we're gonna uh, review episode eight if you guys Let me just think about it. I got to do some thinking, but maybe we can kind of squeeze in eight and nine and do it together so we can hurry up and get to season two. I got to see how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? But thank you for tuning in. I will catch you guys tomorrow. I hope you're enjoying your weekend. I hope you're enjoying the content. Again, I thank you for your support. I thank you for tuning in. You really don't know how much that means to me. Seriously, like from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I hope you are enjoying my platform. And I will see you tomorrow because I don't want to get emotional. <laughs> Sometimes I can be all tough, but then I get all wussified and a little wimp. But, you know, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I, I thank the support. So I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Please be safe out there. Good night. <laughs>